Hello and welcome to the Practical Magic Podcast, a weekly dive into ways in which we can live a calmer, more creative and empowered life on our own terms. I'm Kate Taylor, Creativity and Empowerment Coach, and I'm on a mission to help us live an embodied life full of creative expression through my blended melting pot of goodness I call Practical Magic. Welcome to this week's Practical Magic Podcast with me, Kate Taylor. I'm following on from the conversation I was having with Donna Hay last week where we were talking about all things self-love and Donna's amazing Golden Girls and I'm a Wild Woman subscription box. So I thought what would be good for us to dive into in a bit more detail is this what I call the seven pillars of self-love. Because as we were talking on the show last week, self-love is so much more than bubble baths and spa days. It's a way of living in which we can be fully formed, fully human and fully of service to ourselves and the rest of the world. So I wanted to talk around what I would consider seven pillars of self-love and how we can bring them more into the everyday in ways that we can really show up for ourselves. So let's go through this. I'm flying solo today. I'm going to be sharing this goodness with you. I hope you can get something from it. I'm sure you will. These are really ways in which I try to adopt in each and every day. And of, and what's formed the basis really of my work what I share with clients how I express myself in the world and what's come through in terms of the work that I do with the practical magic activation deck and really how we activate our own magic so here we go number one first and foremost self-love really is about kindness and compassion and kindness and compassion as a way of living so this is some one of some of my biggest values around being kind and how kindness is really an energy that I want to put into the world and we want to put into the world but let's start it with ourselves. kindness is a currency it's something that if you put more of you're going to get more back is an energetic currency we cannot spend enough kindness there's always more that can be done so in terms of how this reflects of self-love if you are treating yourself with kindness and compassion it means that the rest of the world can treat you with kindness and compassion and you can treat other people and the world and the environment and everything around you with kindness and compassion as well because as I say it's a currency that keeps giving What this means for self-love is how we can adopt a kindness perspective for ourselves. As human beings, we are made up of so much more than just our thoughts. We are made up of cells, anatomy, matter, being, consciousness, creation, the way that we show up in the world. And our thoughts are just 1% of this living, breathing existence that we have. And yet thoughts are something which rule rule our lives. I went to a talk with Ruby Wax not so long ago and been reading her book about how to be human and the way that she describes our thought process is that we are absolute Teflon for negativity, it, uh, Teflon for the good stuff rather. It means that any t- time something comes in good for us, we just it just slips right off and yet we are Velcro 
for all of that negative shit that comes our way. And it's not our fault. This is the way that as human beings we've evolved. It, we've had to be on guard in case we were chased down by the lions coming out of the cave or the saber-toothed tigers. However, in the world that we live in, though that fear factor, the way that we're programmed, comes in many different forms and quite a lot of the stuff that just isn't useful for us. So how can we adopt kindness and compassion and knowing that these negative thoughts are going to be on constant loop? And how can we adopt our self-talk through the lens of kindness and compassion? One of the cards that I have in the deck is the romanticized card and it invites you to actually put on heart-shaped glasses and look at the world through a different lens. So how can you look at your thought processes and the things that you say to yourself with that heart-shaped lens in mind, with the view of love in mind? So how can you adopt kindness and compassion for yourself? Number one. Number two on the seven pillars is how we really show up for ourselves in living a fulfilled life by our own efforts. So we know that when you do something, when you've created something, when you've had hand in creating something which was of purpose, which was of benefit to you, that you did, you empowered, then there's so much more fulfillment than when something external is given to us. It's the difference between going out and earning your own money versus winning the lottery. Now, yes, winning the lottery may be a quick win. It may give you riches beyond your wildest dreams. It may give you tenor. But there's something that's shallow in that, that we haven't earned that. Now, that doesn't mean we have to hustle to earn the money, but it's about being in alignment and in fulfillment in the world that we want to create for ourselves and doing so by taking actions and creating that on our own merit. This is why I always talk about how we can empower ourselves to take action, to make things happen, not seeking answers everywhere else and somebody else giving it to us because it just, again, it just, it bounces off. It doesn't go in. There is something that is a detachment and a disconnection if we don't do things by our own efforts. Number three, probably one of the most important things in the seven pillars of self-love is around living unapologetically. You will hear me bang on about this for days. I'm not going to stop. Self-love is the ultimate act of showing up in our fully expressive and creative selves. Because when we're fully us, there's more that we can give out to other people there's more resilience for ourselves, there's more ways that we show up, more ways that we create, more ways that we're less than or make ourselves smaller and yeah it can be hard but we start with really simple actions by watching out where we're being showing up in terms of our negativity towards how we express ourselves, where we're keeping ourselves small, where we're using apologetic language, where we're holding ourselves back and not fully expressing ourselves, whether that's verbally, whether that's how you dress, whether that's how you interact with people for fear of judgment. All of those things keep us small. All of those things hold us back by from living our fully expressed selves and therefore to do that is a detriment to the love that we 
can show for ourselves. So living unapologetically is a way that we show love. So that fear of judgment is fear of not loving ourselves enough, a fear of holding ourselves back. So live unapologetically, notice where you're holding yourself small and how can you bring kindness and compassion and love for yourselves by showing up because only you're going to do that. Nobody can do that for you. Number four is acceptance of the whole self or if acceptance feels like too much of a big thing, at least appreciation of the whole self. This is appreciation of all of the bits of ourselves, all of those parts of ourselves, the loved, the unloved, the shadow, the light, everything in between. It's the failures and the fuck ups, it's the celebrations, it's the wins, it's all of it. It's our weaknesses and our strengths because we got this weird perception that in order to be lovable, it means that we've got to get shit right all the time that we've got to be perfect. When I am this person, then somebody will love me. Well, actually, in order to have other people love us, let's start with the self. And so in order to love the self, let's let's look at all parts of ourselves, all, every single beautifully, perfectly imperfect part of us, because that's what makes up the whole unapologetic bits of ourselves from our toenails to our eyelashes to everything everything in this melting pot of gloriousness which is you which is all of your stories it's all of the things that you've brought to life it's all of those silly mistakes that we've made it's all of the celebrations of all of the glorious things that we've done acceptance or appreciation of the whole self is the ultimate act of self-love all of it nothing is wasted Everything has got you to where you are now and everything will get you to where you are tomorrow and the next day and the next day and the next day until that moment when you are ready to leave this world and you can look back and go, that was my whole self. All of it, warts and all. Okay, number five is about taking action which supports all of our systems. So taking action on things that support the physical things that support psychological, the things that support emotional and spiritual growth and health. So knowing, and this ties into actually number seven, which is about tuning into body and intuition. So being guided to the places where those energetic pillars of psychological, emotional, spiritual and mental health and physical health, tuning into those pillars and being guided by your intuition to go to the place where you might need to look after yourself or you might need to care for yourself or you might need to be more expansive around that and then taking action on it, not just sitting there and judging yourself because you're not doing the things you know you should be doing because that's ego going into contractive fear but instead if you're bringing in intuition around that and being expansive and being mindful of what your needs are, then go to the intuition intuitive behavior which is a way and a compass to where you're going to feel good or where you know you need that support the great thing about our body and our intuition is that it will always 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 guide you to what you need this is a case of slowing down and tuning into that so one of the previous podcasts when I talked with Pandora from Rooted London and she was talking about intuitive eating that is obviously just one energy part of ourselves when you stop and listen into all parts of you, 
this wonderful subconscious mind that you've got, this wonderful intuition that we've got, which we can tend to ignore, which is an act of not self-love, the opposite of, when we're guided by intuition to go to a place of love for the self, just be quiet, tune in and listen in. The body will guide you to where you need to go. One of the other cards I've got in the deck is the body talk card. And this asks the activation exercise and this is to sit on the end of your bed every morning or in the evening and just ask your body what it needs. Slow down and listen. It, it will tell you. It will guide you to a niggle, a pain, or when you really listen in and you want to tune in around what you might need to nourish yourself you might get a picture in your mind, you might get a sound, you might get a, a thought of food, you might even get a smell of some food or whatever it is that you need. Be intuitively guided to the expansiveness of what your body, soul, spiritual and emotional health need. And then finally, number seven is around having clear and healthy boundaries, that this is such a good guidance, a framework for self-love. Being clear on what your needs are first and foremost, and what those boundaries are that you need to put in place to get those. So the boundaries don't need to be made up of hard, firm brick walls. It's really about getting clear on where your yeses and your noes are. So being guided again to where, tuning into where you might be feeling resentment, where you might be feeling frustration, where you might be feeling overwhelm. And again, stop and listen you will be guided to where, whom or what is causing that. Most often it's us because we're saying yes too often, we're being the people pleasers and we put it on other people saying, oh, well, they're just putting too much on my plate. But then we've got to get clear on where are we allowing that to happen and where are we not being clear enough on our no's? So no is a complete sentence, but if that feels too harsh, then how can you bring in more of the soft no's? So when somebody else is putting in a demand on you, instead of just saying no outright and fearing the repercussion, then go to a place of compromise. Where is going to be the win? So you might say to that person, that's not going to work for me, but what I can give you is this. So get used to saying, that's not going to work for me, but what I can give you is this. Be clearer on your boundaries and and make it known if you are going to set out new boundaries. So saying to somebody, I may not be available for that anymore, but this is what I'm available for. And they overstep that mark and they keep putting that back on your plate. Being firm and being clear when it happens. Reminding them, because they've probably forgotten. Just to reiterate, I wasn't able... I let you know I wasn't able to do that but I am able to do this and just keep reiterating it it builds up your strength it builds up your resilience but it also makes it clear to other people where your boundaries are too I've met some incredible people along the way who have been really strong and firm in this not in an offhand way not in an unkind way again bringing kindness and compassion but just saying this is this is how I operate you know, I leave work at this time because of X. But what I can do is I can do this for you before I go. Is that okay? And then you're in agreement about that. You can see the difference before between somebody just saying, no, I'm, I'm not doing that. Full stop. 
So let's do a quick recap of the seven pillars, because these are things that you will find ways to bring into your everyday. Kindness and compassion, always. Living a fulfilled life by your own efforts, doing it your way. Living apologetically, because, you know, you're only you. Why wouldn't you be a full of expression of yourself? Nobody is stopping you from doing that, whatever you might feel, they're not acceptance or at least appreciation of the whole self taking action action which supports your physical psychological emotional and spiritual growth and health by tuning into the guidance of your body and your intuition slowing down and listening and then finally having clear and healthy boundaries now I know there's loads of other things in terms of this whole idea of self-love these are just my pillars you will have your own as well I love getting involved in this conversation so it would be great to hear what you think as well that is it from me for this week I am joined by a really special guest next week I suggest you have your tissues ready it's a very emotional podcast that I recorded a few weeks ago with a darling friend Lorna do tune in for that next week I can't wait to share more it's a really important conversation that we're having and just if you have enjoyed the show please do go over if you're listening on iTunes to rate subscribe and review it always really helps getting involved in these health and well-being and self-love conversations to help other people find them too because you never know who's going to need it and finally just to share with you I've got some amazing events next year I can't wait to share them with you first off is going to be the activate your magic for 2019 down in Worthing which is where I live so come down to the coast we're going to be spending the day on Saturday the 12th of January creating goals with soul for the year ahead we're going to be magnetizing those to make some more intentions make them really powerful and create some action for those and then embodying those so using movement practices to let all of our energetic systems know that we are ready primed and willing for action so you can find out more on my website katetaylor.co go to the speakings and event page you'll find it all there Mm, that's it from me for this week i hope you've enjoyed the show i will speak to you again next week wishing you a week full of self-love for all parts of you take care